0: This is the Verisimus Real Estate Show. I'm Dom Marshall at Connect with Dom across all social platforms. So give me a follow there. Enjoy the good, the bad, and the funny stories from top real estate agents, small to large investors, wholesalers and flippers too, from across the nation. We'll get into personal and Verisimus real estate stories. Verisimus means real. We're gonna get into the real stories to inspire you to learn and to laugh a lot. The goal of this show is to provide value and give you successful and replicable strategies to help grow your business and the potholes to avoid too. We're gonna cover marketing channels, personal branding, sphere building, investing, agent attraction, talent acquisition, new technologies and automations, sales tips, and much, much more. So do one thing for me, please. If you get any value, any little nugget from this show today, please like, comment and subscribe and let me know your thoughts. we put a lot of work into this, so please like, comment and subscribe. And without further ado, let's get into the show.
1: all right so today we have will heath on i'm so excited to have will heath on he has such a vast background he is a master inspector southern charm inspections down in wilmington north carolina but you go across all the eastern side of north carolina i think you do all of north carolina so done over 2000 inspections yep 2000 that is firefighter cop ems background but and he's, he's a realtor too. So we, we're going to touch on that as well. So nobody knows Will better than Will. So go ahead, introduce yourself. Well, thank you for coming on. I
2: appreciate it, Dom. Um, so yeah, so I mean, like Dom said, I'm, um, I've am been in uh, public safety for God for 36 years. Um, so coming up on really honestly celebrating my 37th, I, I don't, uh, spent i guess i spent most of my time in um in the fire service i started out in the fire service at the age of 15 um so and you can pretty much do the math from there and uh, tell that I'm old but the um but yeah uh time in uh codes enforcement fire investigations law enforcement ems um I'm one of those all-in all-in people so uh but yeah but been a master inspector for God, been a licensed inspector for uh going on six years now i've been doing inspections for eight so as far as the 2000 number i've done more than 2000 since i got into the business for myself um all told it comes out to about twenty six, twenty seven hundred inspections done total um so uh, when i worked uh, under my mentor so i uh, went ahead and As I stated, you know, I've got I was raised in construction in the real estate industry, Uh, so that's pretty much the gist of it. You know, it came down to um, me coming to the point where, you know, I was getting towards the end of my fire service career and I had about 10 years to go. And this is the direction that I chose back in 08. This was the direction I was going to go in. So um, I started out. You know, naturally focus on the inspection side, and then uh, then transitioned into the real estate side. Yep. So I wanted to be able to have that basis for um, that basis before I went in. So pretty much the foundation of inspections. Yep. To you know, pretty much that's that's where it came down to.
1: So the way that me and well me and Will met was I buy rental property in the area. I was looking for an inspector. Found Will online. We had a couple of conversations and this is my quick summarization of Will. Mm -hmm. He will tell you as it is, there is no BS, wears his heart on his sleeve, Mm -hmm. he has the biggest heart of anyone I've ever met. So although he comes across, you know, straight to the point and he'll tell you as it is, one of the biggest hearts in the industry that I've found. And it's very difficult to find that in real estate
2: i appreciate it man.
1: Will it's not only does a lot of work and help me out with re- with real estate but personally too um so he's just a good dude to know and he has so many stories 2000 inspections so many stories i've you've told me so many things that you know you there's probably a lot of things that i have avoided there's deals that you've told me right away you no, know, instantly walk away from this one Mm-hmm. And looking back, some of the best deals that um I should have walked away from, and I did with his advice. So, you know, he's probably saved me hundreds of thousands of dollars in what he does. So if you are looking for an inspector down in North Carolina, I'm up in New York, as you can see. I put my Summer County Detectives Association on for will today, which is up in New York and on Long Island. So um, but if, if you're looking for a good dude that's going to look after you and, and do the right thing, um, and has the background, will will is your guy. So that's my spiel there. But what what got you started in real estate in the first place, Will? I know you said you have the background. You know, you've kind of always been been involved in real estate. But what what made you decide to you know go the inspections
2: route? There was definitely a a triggering moment um back um uh, i mean really briefly um i mean naturally I, I, you you will know the story but the um i mean back in 2007 or actually 2004 we we purchased my former wife and I purchased our first house and um went into the house made some some pointed out some things to the inspector um and turned out the inspector and the agent were in cahoots together uh to move the property pretty quick because naturally thinking about the you know then um you know we were in that that boom that caused the that caused the 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 crash of you know 2008 2007 2009. so you know people were, were you know getting moving properties and um so long story short um, the inspector um, chose to, we have caveats in the inspections industry that uh, if an inspector deems an area to be unsafe, that they don't have to enter into it, and he, that's what he deemed, which was ridiculous, but he deemed the entering into the crawl space to be unsafe. So didn't find a bunch of stuff, and so four uh, or three years later, we had a a leak. In the house that caused us to start finding out that our house had not been constructed properly um, had been checked off by um, the inspections people for the county and um, so all told we had to put out about uh, 25 grand to bring the house up to safe standards three years after the fact and in the process of doing that where they had to jack the house up um, we had to take flooring that we had put down um, take it all up and then replace all that flooring none of this the insurance covered Um, so it was all out of pocket and in the process of putting the flooring back down once all the repairs had been made uh, to the bathroom uh, which the bathroom side of it he missed that too Um, the toilet had been leaking since the house was constructed in 98 so basically for six years this toilet ran and ran and ran i'm sorry so for almost nine years um, it ran you know it leaked around the the floor the only reason it had never fallen through the floor was because of um, um, a joist so long story short I had to gut the bathroom we had to have the house jacked up and I ended up amputating my left thumb in the process of putting the flooring mat down Um, I still have it Uh, you know they reattached it reconstructed it by the grace of god but um what it all came down to was is that all told, three years after we purchased that house, it costed us uh about 75000 okay. dollars Um I lost a a really lucrative um fire department job because of it. So it was a very deep effect on our um on our lives, um, positive and negative. Um but naturally I look at things as Don would tell you, I look at things that everything, even the stuff that's negative is viewed as a positive. Uh, So anyway, um, so I I made the comment then that when I got towards the end of my fire service career, that uh, again, that I would go into uh, inspections and then eventually real estate um, and utilize my codes enforcement background, my inspections background, my construction background, and my real estate background uh, from having grown up in the industry um, to basically give people the right the right path to be on uh, give someone the right support um, and honest to god to uh, to change the real estate industry um, back to the fact of you know what it is what it should be um, which is us working for our clients not our clients working for us
1: actually um, and, and so. actually
2: caring about the people that we that we we deal with so pretty much that's a I could go on and on and on, as Don will tell you, I can go on and on about my soapbox when it comes down to our industry.
1: I actually didn't, never heard that story before. That's the first time I've heard hearing that, actually, why you, you know, what prompted you to get in. And now he paints it even more clearer a picture of, mm-hmm. you know.
2: Why I do what I do. And why, you and why I handle things the way I handle them, yeah.
1: And we'll, we'll just say, you no, know, he's not a person that does anything half-assed. So I know with you getting into this, you probably researched, analyzed, did everything possible. So your oh, very your very first inspection is probably just as good as your 2000s inspection. Mm-hmm. You're just that type of guy. Um, might it might have it given you a slower start, maybe, but you're at a point of full competence going in so yeah, and,
2: and yeah and, and and i've been i've been very blessed I and mean, i have been i mean um you know I'm, I'm and dom can attest to this i am a very humble um, very humble um in in what i've been given and what i've been able to accomplish and especially since i got into my owning my own business uh five years ago um but guy, we um i've got one other inspector and we managed to complete Uh, close to 500 inspections and uh 22 naturally the slowdown numbers were a little you know more normal last year but um but yeah we completed um 300 and almost 421 and then completed uh close to 522. so um
1: so just like just like you know there's there's good bad realtors and there's good bad inspectors you know, obviously doing your due diligence is huge to make sure that you've got someone that, you know, you really know, like, and trust. So, you know, mm-hmm. always get your references and things like that. Decided oh, absolutely.
2: To. Yeah, absolutely.
1: But this, why is it then so important to get an inspection? a lot of people, you know, might not understand, you know, what the importance of an inspection is you could walk through yourself and it's a flip and everything looks brand new but why why well, is- yeah but
2: the, god flips flips are you know are, are are one of really two things um they're either lipstick on a pig or they're thorough um and you know and that that's all that all comes down to you know the the person's doing it. Um, so yeah, uh, as far as you know, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but um when when you look at inspections, I mean it, it it's it's all right, so when you look at and I've lived by this for so many years, having owned several businesses in my career, in my life. Um and it's just like they talk about he talks about it in in ninja selling um Larry does so you, you look at the fact like with ninja selling um it's, it's value proposition all right um answering your first part of the question are are they are they important absolutely they are uh there's no doubt about it uh any any and there are a million ways that I could go with this but with inspections what you're doing is you are you are giving your like my tagline for my company for for both my for my real estate side and for my inspection side um and you know and and i've had it i've had this i've had this trademark and copywriting is your peace of mind is our you know basically it's it's you know god i've lost my mind the um your peace of mind is our greatest asset. Gosh. Okay. Yeah. So, the um re- really really great on the selling side here. But yeah. So your peace of mind is our greatest asset. So, when you are, when you're looking at, you know, you've got your 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 agents that, on the agent side of it, you've got your agents that absolutely want to give their client value, and. They they want to give that that value proposition, okay. Um, a successful agent is going to do everything they can to give their their client, within reason, within the law, within um, morality the the morality side of it. They're going to give their client their all, okay. And um, even no matter no matter if it, it is a a transaction that will bring them, you know a thousand dollars or if it's a transaction that'll bring them 25 thousand dollars um there should be no difference well so but the bigger thing is as far as the inspections and that value proposition is that by doing that you are giving your client that peace of mind if you're using the right inspector um you're giving that person the peace of mind to make that correct decision. Um, and then you're taking that report and you're being honest about that report and you're not taking that report and um and steering them away from the things in that report that w- that may make them not buy that house um because at the end of the day when you have the inspectors and the agents just like I had in 2004 um I mean, I, I'm writing in the process of writing a full class for Kaplan University for their real estate program. Um, it's called Avoiding the Risk. As an agent and a master inspector to teach could you just agents say
1: what- Could you repeat that one more time? What's the college?
2: Kaplan, Kaplan University for their real estate program.
1: Kaplan University, have invited you to write, go ahead
2: yeah so i'm writing i'm writing a a whole entire course um so i'm writing a course called avoiding the risk um which basically is it's gonna it goes through and and it it tells it is there to teach agents where what what to avoid um what um i guess what liabilities that that they are that they are going to be part of um that they can be party to um because i'm also an expert witness uh for in the inspection side so um i see all the time what gets agents in trouble um and the inspection side of it um like doing my research when i finished out one of the modules back in september at that point in time here in north carolina just my my attorney alone in his firm um, We're representing 45 agents who are currently in the process of being in in current litigation. Um, And about a little over 2 thirds of those cases um, dealt with the inspector and what the agent did regarding the inspection um, or how they were involved in the inspection. Um, So agents have a really hard time understanding that stuff. but they've been taught and this is kind of getting off what we're what we're talking about here but they've been taught that um, they're not a home inspector so therefore you know they're good to go you know they have no liability which is just not true um so as far as doing inspections go you, you need to make sure you're, you're hiring a a good inspector and not what we call a check box inspector um so and this is not me trying to sell you know, Don would tell you this. This is not me trying to sell my services. This is me trying to make sure that um that agents are watching themselves. Because it used to be that agents would look out for agents, and, and agents would 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 call an agent and say, "Hey, you know, I see I see a mistake in your listing, or I see something in your listing that that could be giving you a hard, that might give you a hard time. You know, you need to look at this, or this is misleading, or whatever else." They don't do that anymore um it's just not you know yeah there's there's some that do but uh as a whole we have a lot of people who are living in the it's all about me mindset and they do that with their clients too it's all about me um
1: so is it is it clients safe,
2: are, the, are who we're here for is at it, the is end it of, in the end of the day
1: is it safe to assume, is it safe to assume that a lot of realtors view inspectors as deal killers mm-hmm. And so absolutely. Let's, so let's absolutely use, let's use an inspector or you know, someone that's just gonna check the boxes instead of like you said, giving peace of mind and doing a proper, thorough mm-hmm. job. Um so kind of what I'm hearing is don't be afraid, don't be thinking about your commission, think about serving your client. If that kills a deal, so be it.
2: Well now, when, when the, well, I mean the whole thing is Dom, at the end of the day. We've also transitioned in real estate. We've transitioned to this mindset that we have more clients out here. I mean, you've got that you've got that mindset that's been put in our heads by brokers in charge, by managing brokers, by by the media, by all the stuff um, that you know. There are you've heard the adage: "You know, there's more business to go around than we have people to do it." Okay. So you think about the fact that we have got roughly 103 to 104 um million agents in this country. Okay. And if and if you if you really do the math and you look at the number of adults that are in this country, um that really honestly comes down that that equates to about, you know, roughly two and a half to three people per, you know, I think that's what it comes down to. And my math's a little bit off. But it basically comes down to the fact that, you know, there are still not enough realtors you know out here to serve the public if you're looking at it that way. Okay. But, um, but what it really comes down to is the fact that, you know, by shifting to that me focus, um, we think that we don't need to worry about you know uh having those relationships you know it, it it needs to be a relationship not just a relationship that lasts I me mean, it's like for me okay i don't call my clients clients i don't call them i call my clients family client family okay um i don't just call them clients and then you know it's like the the, the one thing that i want is is to be able to and, and this is how i've handled business my whole entire career um inspections and and all my other businesses i've had i build a relationship a long-term relationship um and i have it in my mind that it is a long-term relationship and i i want to know everything that i can know about my client i want to know their anniversary dates i want to know how their children are i want to know when their children's birthdays are i want to know um i want to know all this stuff um because you know not because it's a, a marketing ploy. Um, if you put you if you put family first in that regard, you put family first and had that mindset, the rest of it falls into place. Uh, and if you're not doing your inspections the way you're supposed to, if you're screwing your clients over, if you're doing it just to have a checkbox inspector who goes in there and does a 45 minute inspection and then comes out and then leaves the uh, the inspection report very open-ended where you put all the the balance of decision making back on your client where they have to get secondary inspections on everything um you know and then they get into the house and um you know and the clients buy the house they get into the house and they figure out that you know that there's all kinds of problems and then you know I know that we have another we have another topic in here we're going to talk about but the it comes down to it that um if people think for 1 minute if people think for 1 minute that the um that that is not going to end up coming back on an agent and making an agent look bad especially if that agent recommended that inspector then they're out of their mind um but then on the other hand too and trying to shorten this up so man but then on the other hand too there are plenty of agents out here who just don't care they look at that. They look at each individual deal as an individual deal. Yeah. They don't look at, at deal A being able to get them deal G or deal H or on down the line. They don't look at that, that possible referral or negative referral where deal A, if they screwed it up, they might get B and C, they might lose a, an opportunity at D because of what they did to A. They might lose J because of what they did to A. And then what you're going to have is, is that you're going to have D and J who are going to be putting the negative vibe out there about what happened in, in A. So agents don't see, a lot of agents don't see it that way. And uh, and that's a problem. That's a that's a very big problem. Um, because, it, you know, I, I, I use the saying, um, if you chase the green, you'll lose sight of your dream if you're chasing the money and that's all you're chasing, you will lose sight of your dream period Um, because you'll, you'll become so hyper-focused on the money that um, everything else, everything, you lose everything else period.
1: Yeah. I I totally agree with that. I actually really like that. Um, So let's, let's, let's move on to, because you have a lot of stories. Let's, let's hear a This is the, let's be a little bit fun with it, but you know, it's on a serious tone at the same time. Let's hear some stories about fiction horror stories.
2: Well, this is pretty much, I mean, this this is a good way to segue into it because this is is one of the cases that I'm in, in the process of working right now. Maybe don't
1: maybe don't touch on that. Just I don't know
2: what well, no, no, I mean I I won't go into detail. I mean, it just it just comes down to it that the um I mean I've already been I've already been deposed and all and this and it's done, but you know, pretty much my part of it's done. But basically it, it comes down to it that you have uh the way I, I liken it when I teach this class, it's um way back when before the advent of the internet and everything else she had. Um, if we wanted to go to uh, go on vacation, you went to your travel agent. And you got a brochure that had a, you know, had pictures of the hotel, in that brochure. And then lo and behold, you pay all this dang money and you go out to <laughs> wherever. And and of course, I kind of experienced this when I went to Hawaii for the first time. I go to Hawaii, and we get there, we land. and We've been on this plane from Raleigh Durham on the East Coast, and like for twenty freaking hours, we've been on this plane, and um and we get there and you know we're dead tired jet lag is set in then we we step foot out of the you know in if a you know, guy pulls up in front of the hotel and we step out and we're like we're looking around for the hotel and we asked him he said no this is the hotel well what we were looking at was not what we saw on those brochures and when we got in the room it surely wasn't what we saw in the brochures well, it's no different now, except for the fact that imagine that you are a buyer who lives in another country and everything that you have done, you've done through your agent. Your agent has helped you and to has, has done gone and done FaceTime and videos and everything else and then has helped you pick out your inspector. Your inspector shows up, inspects it. Then they move on about their merry way. They close. They land. In this town, and um <laughs> go to the hotel. They stay at the hotel. They get up the next morning, and they go to their agent and get the key. Go to the house, and they step out in front of their house. And they're like, "Well, where's the house?" Oh, that's your house. And basically, they realize that they have now a, a, the same thing that occurred like in my story in Hawaii has just occurred to them, except unfortunately now they own the house. So when I did the reinspect on that house, two weeks after they moved in, um, this was a 1,200 square foot house and I was there for five and a half hours. There was that much wrong with the house. That did not happen in, two, in three, four weeks' time, uh, even in five or six weeks' time. Um, so rotted siding um water that was coming in under the walls uh a a very 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 unsafe electrical box uh panel um three double tap four double tap breakers in the panel uh that were never in the original report ceiling was caved in in the in the um in the in the garage um and there are pictures of it but he never said anything about it massive the roof was shot he said the roof was fine the roof was absolutely shot. Um, all told, with everything, with my estimates and all, they were looking at roughly about you know, right about seventy-five, eighty thousand dollars in repairs that had to be made to that property. And they had just bought this property, and they paid in a not horrible area of town, but not the best area of town. They had just paid almost two hundred eighty-five thousand dollars for a house that that honest to God was not worth it. But I mean, again, this was during the this was during the um the boon back in 21, end of 21, first part of 22. So um you know it 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 then they call their agent to throw a fit about it. And their agent literally told them, hey, we've been having some problems with this guy. And um you know but I promise you if you give him a call, you just tell him what's wrong and he'll just write you a check um
1: that's a problem in and of itself do i know that's a problem in of itself is that it is yeah
2: so so yeah so so that agent most certainly brought brought um themselves into into a, a bigger problem but the problem just like the whole entire firm the person who owns that firm has has told their agents point blank this is who you use. This is the only person you use, um, so um, you know. Naturally, can she get in trouble for it? Eh, yeah, not much though, because at the end of the day, end of the day, it comes down to the individual agent and um, what they what part of the agent played in that. But um, God, I mean, you know, tell you stories about going under houses and. Houses being held up by spare tires that the the spare the spare tires stacked on top of one another were the the pillars. Um, one where it looks like they went to a went to a a, a a scrap lumber yard and got about a million damn decent you know, a million different pieces of scrap wood and stacked those on top of one another right on the bare ground. Do
1: you remember um, that? that one I thing? mean,
2: I, I, the horror stories go on and on.
1: There was one inspection you did for me, which was going to be a rental property that you went into, and the first thing you found that there was locks on the outside of the doors. So essentially, oh yeah, you know, lock Yeah, people. so
2: yeah, so the, yeah, the, <laughs> oh, yeah, most most certainly, yeah. Where they where they lock their children inside the rooms? Well, um, there, was,
1: there was that, and then in the other rooms there was. um. I don't know how to frame this there was poles and I think you can imagine what a ceiling to floor pole is used for yeah. I think it was on a little stage as well
2: Uh yeah they had a stage built in the living room I remember that you the same house same house and they had they had a um had a stage built in the living room with a I'll, I'll say it with a stripper pole Yeah um and you can just make your own deductions and 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 they had sectional couches around the entire around the entire living room, so with lights and everything on the ceiling, so you can imagine you know what was going on. We'll just leave it there the um um i've gone into i've gone into meth houses um where I've gotten out of my vehicle and as soon as I get out, I can smell it um go into that went into that place and had to get suited completely suited up with my respirator and everything on and went in there and uh had the burn cabinets and everything that that are very indicative of a cookhouse. Um so yeah I've seen I've, I've, so I've seen a lot. I have I've seen I've seen a whole bunch.
1: So let's let's move on to new construction. Because I think it's I think it's and I don't know if you can, I don't know if you can touch on the one story about it's big. That's probably a lot underlying collusion, perhaps, and things going on with the local authorities. That's how I want to frame it.
2: Oh well, yeah, I've got, I've, 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 I can. I've got to be really careful what I say, though. Um,
1: well, let's not touch on that then. Let's let's just talk about. Um,
2: I can I can I can generalize it. I mean, the um,
1: let's just talk about new construction in general. Yeah, I, but
2: I can. That's what I'll say. I can generalize the the whole subject of new construction. Um, New construction is um absolutely positively if you are if you are representing if an agent is representing a, a new construction buyer, um, and they do not recommend a um one I recommend if 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 a client is starting out from bare ground, from bare dirt, um And before I even say this, I'm going to go in and put the caveat in there. Anything that I'm saying uh, when it comes down to inspectors, okay, guys, just like all agents are made the same, I can promise you um, all inspectors are not the same, okay. What you need to do is you need to get on to several websites to find out. I mean, I'm going to tell you, um, I think I might have said this to you the other week, Dominic, that. Like, we've got some phenomenal inspectors in Florida. Um, But what a lot of people have no idea about is the fact that there is no state licensing board for Florida. So pretty much, they just have to become certified. And I'm gonna say it's easy to become certified, but when you don't have to take a state test to to become licensed, then uh, that's problematic in my opinion. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, even in North Carolina, we, you know, they've lightened in the last couple of years, they've lightened the testing, the testing requirements. But our test is still, uh, we we are the only state in the country that has our own test. Um, and it's it's hard. It is very hard. But um, anyone who knows how to, who knows how to study and go to the pass the test classes, they can pass the test. So my point is, is that, you know, go with someone that um like with me with being a master inspector with being a master inspector i'm one of only 38 in north carolina um so uh, out of nearly 3,300 inspectors um so you know and that this will tell you something three years ago before covid happened three four years ago before covid really happened we had 15 about 15 14 to 1500 inspectors so you figure that we have we have more than doubled, almost tripled the number of inspectors so since this, the advent of COVID.
1: This this is so an, This is an incredible number, actually. 50 percent. Really, this is what we're saying. This is this should blow people's mind. this, this is blowing my mind. Fifty percent, and this probably goes across other states as well. We should look at this metric. Fifty percent of inspectors in North Carolina have two years or less experience Mm -hmm. unbelievable that's mind-blowing so you have a 50 50 chance if you're not doing your own due diligence as as a buyer an agent 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 whatever you have a 50 50 chance of essentially having a green inspector and and to me inspections is you don't just do it's it's not like you do a test and you're competent and you're good to me it's you need to get it's like flying a plane you've got to do a certain amount of hours right if i have a, you,
2: a, you, a pilot that's you do hours, you do but i but even even okay so it used to be in north carolina that we had to do 200 hours under uh, of, of unpaid 200 unpaid inspections under a mentor okay um so basically for God, man for three years for three years i did the majority of my i mean i did all my inspections under um i did all my inspections under for the three years under another inspector without getting paid anything uh that's actually why i was working full-time in the fire service so i you know I mean, the, the extra money would have been nice but it paid itself off so i could not even sit for my um i could not even sit for my class and test um prior to getting those hours well they've taken that away so now you can pretty much walk in out the street and you can go sit and take the the, the when, hours and you can do it
1: when did they take that Was that prior to 21 that they took that
2: away. oh yeah oh yeah I mean, it, so, but not to, yeah. But, but not to I mean it, it, it that stopped back in um I think it stopped back in fifteen, fifteen 15 or 16. So, I mean, I was I was already in the program at that point in time, but the um, but I didn't like uh, I was coming I was just coming out of my ability to you know I'd already done at that point in time about seven hundred inspections when that by the time that I got um, that I got in, so I mean I went well over my two hundred, so not my, even not getting. Paid.
1: My suggestion then for North Carolina specific would be to find a inspector that has been doing inspections prior to twenty fifteen, meaning they've had to do the 200 Well, i
2: I'm not I'm not I'm not necessarily going to say that either man I mean I mean that's my, what you, that's need to my do is you need to find you, but yeah you need what you need to do is you need to find the people who have the backgrounds okay so you know and, and can prove that they've got the backgrounds of the estate they've got okay um because anybody can say well I got a background in construction anybody can say I've got a background in real estate um ask for ask for references ask for you know for certificates and where they got them from and then make it and then then call those people i know we don't as realtors we don't have a lot of extra time but if again guys uh, let me let me i'm gonna put something else in here to kind of kind of segue everything into this okay so um it comes down to it that inspections pre-listing inspections New construction inspections, um, pre-purchase inspections, um, very important. Um, so before we even go on, let me, let me cover those really quick. Pre-listing inspections. Why are those important? A lot of agents don't want to do pre-listing inspections because of um, material fact. Okay? But I think this is a skewed and screwed way to look at it. Um, because by having
1: well well before you move on what's material fact for anyone listening
2: okay material fact basically is what that that is what we require to you know that's what we're required to uh and this is nationwide you know we have um we have to be able to say what's wrong with the property okay so there's certain things that 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 we are that we're not forced to say um and there's certain things that we are forced to say so let's say that we have a knowledge that there's termite damage in the crawl space. We have to we have to you know, Sorry. actually a a homeowner is not required to uh, not required to state that there's you know damage in that crawl space. If we know about it as agents, we have to. A leaky roof, we have to. Um, a roof that was that was leaky and now has been repaired, um, we have to. So so, um,
1: so, so let, let me just say, in one sentence, what I'm hearing quickly is, and I'll, I'll let you continue, is agents don't want to do a pre-listing inspection because they want plausible deniability about any issues with the property. So if they don't do the pre-listing inspection, they don't have to disclose what's wrong because essentially they don't know what's wrong. So they don't have to. Essentially,
2: disclose. yes. Essentially, yes. And. And it's kind of funny you use those two words plausible deniability and um part of my class i teach the 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 very i say it during the class but like my very last line in my class is literally remember guys when you sit before like for us in north carolina real estate commission if you go to court because i teach a lot of liability classes when you go to court understand that plausible deniability is no longer an excuse because you've got the access at your fingertips to learn about certain problems and certain issues and if your inspector brings it up to you um it's your job and and, and a lot of times a court will see it this way it is your job to inform your clients that's what you're here for um and don't you can't just you can't it's not anymore where yeah okay you're you're not a home inspector however your home inspector explained to you that this is what was going on. What is your knowledge about this? How much what do you know about this? And why did you not inform your clients about this? That is that we live in the most litigious society, man, that we that in this day and age we live in the most litigious society we have ever had. Uh and anybody can sue for anything. It, it's just a matter of if a judge is going to want to hear it or not. Anybody can actually sue you. It's just a matter of if this can actually go through so yeah so but yeah that's basically what they're doing they're doing it because um if they don't know about it if they if they can say oh i don't know about it then what's going to happen um and that's the idea that they're coming off with and that kind of stuff is not flying anymore man it's just not it's really not
1: so that's, that's pretty distinct. Um, what about the other two
2: so, well, yeah, you know, with pre-listing, it basically just comes down to it that you go in there and you use it as a value-added service. And you know, it's just like with with my company, and there's several companies like us that on the inspection side, where I give you a pre-listing inspection, or 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 they get my, a client gets a pre-listing inspection, we go through that report, and we find out uh, I'm actually going to be doing one in a couple of days, where we go through that report. And we look at what what the high points are, what really might need to go ahead and be taken care of now to bring us to a point where we're gonna be able to get more money for the property if we had this, attract more buyers to the property if we had this repaired. Um, and so let's say that the water heater is is 25 years old. Um, go ahead and pay the money, have, have a water heater done. I'm not saying you, that, that, and a lot of people have a misnomer that you get a pre-listing inspection done and, that, and then you're going to expect the client, you know, to go through and gut their house and redo their whole entire house. No, that's not what this is about. This is about taking care of the major systems, roof, electrical, plumbing, HVAC, foundation, um, and, you know, going through there and looking at those major systems and making the repairs reasonable there's a key word there reasonable repairs where you're not you know you're not turning you're not making your clients be upside down um, with whatever they're doing so on and so forth so it it really is a pre-listing inspection absolutely brings value to a property um, as long as that person is willing to do certain things and that's something that you have the conversation with with them about ahead of time You can on a on a a, um and again this goes back to a trusted a trusted um a trusted inspector. Okay. There's
1: there's two things there, Will. One is if it's a pre if you're doing a pre listing inspection, one is you know you can give advice on what repairs you should do that could even increase the value of the property or even if it's a one to one, it's gonna make sure that the property sells. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. It'll give it a higher probability. The second thing is, you know, if you don't want to do those repairs, at least they're there, and you can offer concessions up front instead of absolutely them down the line.
2: But if you go ahead, if you if you go ahead and you mention them up front, it's 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 the it really is again, man, value proposition. If you go into it and you say, hey, okay, just like with one of the deals I'm dealing with right now, we've got a house. There's an old, dilapidated house that sits on this land, and I told her, I said, look, you know we need to either get rid of this 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 house or we need to offer them concessions on paying someone to get rid of this house and um and now i'm leaning towards based on some of the calls i've gotten now I'm leaning towards getting rid of this house all, all, all together, which is what i was leaning towards before but now I'm pushing her more towards going in and taking the house out because that is that is now causing this property to have been on the market even longer and if that's what i am it, it is listening to your clients and what they're telling you and then giving them feedback based on that or not clients but people who call who are could be potential clients and tell them what the problems are okay well now this is this is pretty much come back to roost this house has come back to roost So now I know that that this is where the problem comes in. We need to take care of this problem because this is what, you know, maybe, um, maybe very easily you could have um, sold this property two months ago because this house is here. So the point I'm making is, is that doing a pre-listing inspection is, is very important. Okay. We were talking about new homes. New construction.
1: Well, before before you move on to new construction, one question. Yeah. And move on to new construction. As a buyer, I'm coming in as a buyer. You've yeah. done As a pre-listing inspection that's been shared with me as a buyer, should mm-hmm. I should I just take that as you know? Oh, that's good. I don't need to get my buy inspection because they did a pre-listing inspection.
2: God oh. no, um, <laughs> no, 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 and and that's you know uh, the one thing that I tell. Um, the one thing that I tell, it, it, let's say that I have a listing that I've got a, a pre-listing inspection on, okay? Um, I put it in the private MLS remarks that that it is recommended. I go ahead and I put it in there. Whether they do it, whether a buyer's agent does it or not, uh, if I'm on the listing side, I put it in there. Recommend third-party inspection for buyer clients, Okay um and then if i'm on the buyer side i always recommend i never ever ever recommend anybody taking a pre-listing inspection or a previous inspection that was done if someone walked away from a property as a um as a guarantee and the only agents that will do this and i will say this the only agents that do this are the agents that are trying to make a quick a quick turn um and they are not looking out for the best interest of their client um and 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 it, or they're they've just been suckered into it by the listing agent if you're a buyer's agent. That's uh don't ever take someone else's inspection. Get your own inspection done.
1: Great. Um, so because, let's move on to new construction. Yes, that- so new
2: construction, <laughs> new construction it, it's it's um so if you're doing new construction, if you get into it early enough, you need to have your inspector go in. I'm actually doing a a, a pre-drywall inspection on Monday. But let me touch on pre drywall inspections. Um, One, anyone who does, um, what we call what basically we call a stage a stage um, inspection set, which is basically where we're going out there and we're inspecting the house in stages. Slack, you know, pre pour slab pour. Um, you know, we're going in there making sure that that they've got the plumbing routed properly. We're going in there and making sure that they've got. Um, you know the, the rebar in there the way it's supposed to be so on and so forth okay so but again all of this stuff needs to be done by somebody who actually has verifiable experience doing this we have got a lot of inspectors who claim to be pre drywall inspectors a lot of inspectors who state that they can do stage inspections and so on and so forth stage set inspections whatever you want to say um that they have no dang idea what they're doing have no idea what they're doing um, and they're literally going out there and making 250, 300 bucks in inspection or better. Um, so same thing with the pre-draw wall. Uh, a pre-draw wall inspection should take every bit of four and a half to five hours, uh, minimum, uh, minimum four and a half to five hours. they are guys that are going in and doing, you know, 3,000 square foot houses and they're in and out of there in, in an hour, two hours, it's and they're making in, a, a lot of money doing it
1: there's a lot of so, ways that inspectors can on
2: us. yeah I mean absolutely I mean because um, you know it's it's um, like in 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 eastern North Carolina this is this is a new concept there, you know I mean I was actually the first one to start doing pre-drywall um, inspections in eastern North Carolina southeast North Carolina and now everybody's jumped on the bandwagon um, so just like drones I was one of the first inspectors to start using a drone Uh, thermal I was one of the first inspectors down here to use thermal um everybody's got it now
1: is that not just um because there's two types right there's the drone that's going to go over above the house and kind of survey but are you talking also drones that go into crawl space
2: I've got both I mean I I do have both um so the um most people
1: people when they hear drone they're thinking Oh, God. oh yeah, so yeah,
2: so you have yeah you have a you have a, a ground drone you have a great yeah. it, it's basically just a it's a it's a remote controlled like robot it's a tank basically it's a a tracked vehicle with a with a camera on it so um, yeah that gives me the ability to record for my clients go ahead and see things that are going on for my you know to be able to give to my clients to have for my records prior to me going into a crawl space um, I do both you know even for the ones that I crawl I do both and then of course going into tight areas or areas you know that aren't very easily accessible or unsafe deemed unsafe gives me the ability to do that so yeah
1: yeah yeah so what I'm hearing overall we don't need to go about from you know nuts to bolts with the new construction but what I'm hearing is just based on that alone that little nugget that you gave hmm. you know you need to do it pre a a new construction inspection along the
2: yeah I mean absolutely yeah I mean all the way down to the uh I mean the the stuff that I'm seeing on the completed houses I mean I'm coming out of completed houses with reports that are longer than pre-existing homes um because of all the um the sheer crap that's being built right now so yeah absolutely
1: they, they should almost have a different word to new construction because there's a difference between new good construction and new poor, bad construction right yeah. it, there should mm-hmm. probably be a different word than new construction because it's not just like we circle back to not all agents are the same not all inspectors are the same not all construction is the same yeah it might be I, not-
2: and, and this is this is one of those topics that that, that is a slippery slope because and i'll say this very briefly um your inspectors okay like in north carolina um our inspectors are overworked and severely underpaid um but they're certified and this is another thing that people do not know people think that people had this misnomer that property inspectors as a whole the property inspectors are um less than codes enforcement officials which to a large degree, in some aspects, they are. We can't issue stop work orders. We can't do that kind of stuff. But we're licensed. Codes enforcement officials are certified. They're not licensed. So they have nothing. They they have no skin in the game. By by all accounts, they have no skin in the game. They go out and look at a property, whatever. But the thing that we hear the most is out, out of a builder, out of a listing agent is... Well, code enforcement came out, and the inspector came out, he said it was fine. I can't tell you how many times I go in and I look, I look at a slab. I looked at a slab in a neighborhood, literally passed one of the inspectors on the way out of the neighborhood, stopped and I asked him, Hey, has the um has the checkoff been done on the um <clears throat> on the slab at so and, so and so and so and so? And he goes into his computer, he says, Yeah, he says it was done yesterday. I literally pulled up, walked up but on the way up to the slab and and i already saw like nine different problems with it so and the guy was just there the day before um same thing with with um trusses some of the stuff that i see with the truss systems and for roofs it is is utterly ridiculous we have tolerances most of the guys have no idea what tolerance. most inspectors if they've never been through the training or if they don't have vast contracting knowledge or background they won't know what those tolerances are uh so yeah so it's it's just really important you can't count on uh count on codes enforcement you can't count on um you know uh the the county or city inspector or town inspector or whatever so you let's can't. let's move on
1: let's so, move yeah. on let's move on right. to my, so that's inspections and you know stories there how how has that background served you as a realtor now like what 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 has been huge for you with the transition into yes you still have your inspections business but as being a realtor now how Mm -hmm. has that served you and what do you think you know what value do you have that a lot of other realtors don't
2: um what everything everything that that i've done up to this point in time really man has given me has given me um, you know, just like it brought me to the inspection side of things and has helped me vastly in the inspection side of things um it's definitely helped me on the real estate side um it it gives me the ability to be able to walk into a property and already know what i need to look for um like with my drone uh, I'll, i'll carry like if i know that if I know that I'm going out and I've already, you know, even my drone stays in my vehicle all the time anyway. It stays charged up in case it's needed. And um, and while my clients walk around a property, if it's a crawl space property, I go enough throw my drone. I throw my drone in the in the crawl space, and uh, and I know everybody can't do this, but this is just for me. Um, I throw my drone in the crawl space and I start looking around the crawl space, um, and I go ahead and I get an idea of what might be going on. Uh, and this is, you know after i've done my cursory walk around or my cursory walk through the property and uh if i start seeing issues and problems in inside the house that i know as an inspector are going to um possibly cause issues then that gives me the ability to do that um so you can and actually it gives so, me yeah go ahead
1: well, In ensure in you can identify issues very quickly and Mm -hmm. be a problem solver much more quickly than otherwise within the boundaries of not stepping over the line of actually doing an inspection obviously we got Mm -hmm. to you know you gotta have the great wall of China between yeah there's
2: got there's got to be a a delineation there for sure and um
1: here's a couple of questions here's a couple of questions bear with me here and I'm gonna say you you know what I'm like I kind of go broad strokes and then bring it back around um do let me circle back. How many master inspectors are there in North Carolina? Do you say 38? 38.
2: 38.
1: How, how many of those 38 do you think are licensed realtors? Uh,
2: none of them. So that I know that I know of. I, that I know of, I don't think any of them are
1: now. So you're probably, this is wild. This is insane for anyone listening. You're probably the only realtor in North Carolina that is also a master inspector. You're the only one. <laughs>
2: We might, we might have one or two others, but, right. but we, but we may
1: Even if they were all licensed, there's only 38 in this full state that are licensed, even if they were mm. all licensed realtors, but you're probably one of a handful, if not the only realtor in North Carolina, that's a master inspector. I think that is in and of its own should demonstrate why, if you are listening and you're a buyer or seller, you need to contact will, if you're an agent, and you're learning, or you're new, or you're a little bit green. I'm sure will you know within boundary and time that he has available will help you. Uh, oh, God, if you are
2: I, I mean, and that let me say this right, real quick, in, in that regard. um I mean, honest to God, the, the the main reason. I mean, back to what I said at the very beginning, in, in other parts of my videos, is the fact that, I mean, I have the mindset that I. Want if, if brother if, if I could get every every used car salesman agent in 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 the world gone, I would. Not because I want more business. Of course, I want more business. But again, I'll get back. I'll say this: there's more business. There's enough business out here for everybody. But the ones that don't do their jobs the way they're supposed to, and the ones that don't take care of their clients the way they're supposed to, um, I I I wish they'd just go ahead and retire. Um and um, but
1: oh oh, yeah. the, the, the counter to that would be
2: or change or or, or change. Yes, or change.
1: Even those people that a season. Yes, yeah. call yeah, will change. Speak with will. Yeah,
2: the the bad part about it is, man, is that is that is that what what I see when I've gone and I've taught this class, but when I've taught my class is that you know there is it, it's it's people know better to a degree but then there's some things if you don't know that you don't know better um or or if you don't know that you should know better then then um you know that's a problem too is is a lack of education okay is is a lack of proper education which is one of the reasons why I've written the classes I've written but I mean the bottom line is this is that you know it's like you know stand up join us or you know as in join us as in the realtors that are trying to that are trying to bring honor and integrity back to our back to our field and um or just 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 get out of the way yeah I mean truthfully,
1: the last thing the third thing I was going to touch on and let me just reiterate again will is one of 38 master inspectors in all of North Carolina maybe the only realtor as well that is also a master inspector mm-hmm. so not only for buyers and sellers you need to speak with will not only for newer green agents that are looking for advice speak with will but if you're not getting the support and the help that you need as a realtor if you don't have if you feel like you kind of ignorance is bliss and you're not doing things the right way speak with will because i'm sure will would be more than happy to talk with you about working with him either indirectly, or I know that Will is growing his team, which is can be international. It, sorry, national. It can, it can be international, but it can be across nationwide, specifically in North Carolina. If you want that support all time, speak with Will and maybe even consider joining up with this man. Because well, I would love it.
2: I mean, I would love to. Yeah.
1: Because you, what I'm hearing is you want to change or bring back the industry into integrity and doing things the right way. So if you are a person that has those values and you want to learn from one of 38 master inspectors that's also a realtor, you're right here and you're accessible
2: and, well, you, have that, a, and you have a that, big the fact, yeah, and and and, the, and that the fact that you know that that I've gone through and I've, you know and I don't know everything. By no means do I know everything. I don't know everything about business. I don't know everything about about real estate. I don't know everything about inspections. Uh, I don't know everything about fire service. I don't know everything about law enforcement. I don't know everything about, you know, the bottom line is I don't know everything. Okay. So, um, but what it comes down to is, is that. uh, I still want to learn and, um, and I still want to learn from people that that come in to, to speak with me and. You know, it, it just it just really comes down to the fact that uh I, I want to I want to make sure that that people are getting what what is necessary. I mean, I you know, I I was a very successful I've I've owned several successful businesses. So uh and I'm still learning, but where do you think I learned from the best? The mistakes I made. Um God, the mistakes I made the very costly mistakes that I made very early on in my business. Um, And and those are the mistakes that are, that are sometimes the smallest, but can be the biggest. Um, But then you learn from them and you move on. Uh, So again, I don't know everything, but I want to be able to make sure that I spread that to everybody else. I mean, I want, I want people to be able to learn from my mistakes.
1: Last thing, and I'm going to say this for a third time is Will is one of 38 master inspectors in the state of north carolina probably the only one that is a master inspector and a realtor if you are looking to speak with will maybe even join forces with will and be part of his team either as you know directly within his team or if you want to be independent but part of will's organization Mm -hmm. what does i see that you with exp realty here what can you provide? What does you the brokerage provide for that person? Gotcha. Other, than, other, than, other than what you can provide personally, we touched on that. What 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 will they get essentially?
2: Well, I mean, I mean, the, the 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 fact of the matter is that um me coming over, me coming over to EXP was um naturally, as you as you touched on earlier, was that I, I did a ton of research before I made the move. Um, I mean, you know, naturally had a um, had all the conversations that were had and and, you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't sold. Um, so. Not because the the information wasn't compelling, but um, just because of the simple fact that, like you said, I'm not I'm not one of those guys that's just going to jut lock and step in line and be like, you know, listening to the, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid and, and drinking the EXP Kool-Aid and coming on over. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I went ahead and, you know, I did, God, what was it, two and a half months, two and a half months of research, asking a lot of questions, um, going on and and listening to what people were telling me and going and doing my own research and reading uh the pros the cons watching a billion videos um on the pros and the cons um listening to people that i knew that had uh that had already tried it and it didn't work for them or whatever so just seeing what seeing what 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 reasons they gave for leaving and then realizing that they just weren't given what they should have been given To be successful um and um so but me being blessed because of the simple fact that um i'm part of the group that uh, by god i mean i'm i'm part of the vice president's group of exp um brent gove um between you know tom and randy and 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 i mean don don yokum and uh tom daves randy bird brent gove um randolph adams um oh don't forget ed. ed ed Slater. so ed. yeah i mean some of the some of the top um and of course and you know and, and you'd be in part you know being partnered up with us and doing stuff with us but still as far as for me and what i'm bringing to the the table i mean you think of all the things that the the direction changes that we've made since, you know, and I'm I'm not saying this in an arrogant way, but you think about all the direction changes that we've made since I came in and and gave a, a whole entirely different perspective on things. So um it just comes down to having everybody with um with got a, such a tremendous background that that we've been able to put together, I mean you've got Don Yoakum, Randy Bird, and Tom Daves. Um, three of the top coaches, real estate coaches in the world, who are um, who are literally at your fingertips, uh, along with all the other te- technology stuff and all the other information and people that are at your fingertips through EXP, um, to be able to get through and and make sure that you don't trip and fall. Um, so
1: literally—it's
2: been, it's been the best move that I've made, um, and then,
1: well we literally text Don yesterday can we set up a call for tomorrow we get Mm -hmm. a text back immediately 5 p.m let's do it
2: yeah and i've talked and i've talked to don several times um so i mean here you are you know here's here's you know the 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 number one kw franchise owner who came over in the world ever of all time you know coming over and, and being part of this tom dave's being the number one agent in KW history, world being but not in history, but for like yes. eight years running. Eight years in, running. Eight years running in in, in the world. Um of course Brent Gove, Brent Gove being who Brent Gove is. Uh Randy Bird being who Randy Bird is. Um so um yeah I think I said earlier I said it was it was it was it's Don Brent Gove and Randy Bird as as I I think I, I said Tom Dave instead. But the, as far as being the top instructors in the world, but um, I mean Tom Tom is right in there with them. But the um, it's it's just having the hi man, it's having the ability. You know, I talked to Randy Randy Bird, who has who still is active in real estate, has his own real estate company and team in California, and I talked to Randy by text or phone numerous times a week um and um and he's that way with everybody i don't know how he does it um but he does um and of course you were saying about don don i mean so you you know same thing with don i've talked to don several times um brent i've texted with brent several the, the the second in line the number two guy esp i've talked to him a couple of times on the phone as well since i've been here um along with all the technology and everything else um you know so it's it's just it's been a um it's been a great road so far and and anybody can say that crap I mean they really can anybody can you know puff their chest out and say this is like you know this is the this is the next best thing to change and and they can but it it really it truly comes down to it that uh you know what we're trying to do is we're, we're trying to make the exp experience into something that is so much different than what um than what was here before
1: because um, yeah. anybody with, with, a, with a whole
2: di- with, with a whole different focus
1: i think what you're saying is anybody can join the exp for all the benefits that it has but you've got to be really particular on the organization that you're joining and what that team is oh my god
2: about. yes yeah. oh my god yeah because i've got um
1: But I don't want to, I don't want to beat it too much.
2: No, but I mean, but I, but I, 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 yes, that that's, that's the guy's honest truth. I mean, you, you do have to be careful who you, what group you join up with.
1: So let's, let's wrap this up with a few quick fire questions. Will, are you ready?
2: Hmm?
1: Best business or real estate book?
2: Oh, Ninja Selling, hands down.
1: Yeah, that's a great one.
2: (laughs) Ninja Selling, no, no doubt about
1: it. Your biggest mistake in real estate or one that's salient.
2: What was the second part?
1: Biggest mistake in real estate, or one that's just salient, like a main focus in your mind? But you oh know.
2: yeah, uh, gosh, man, um, pride.
1: That's a great answer. Software, Swallow right? your daggone pride.
2: Swallow Software. your pride and and make sure that you are. um And I'm and I'm I'm, I'm sincerely, am I still deal with this, you know, from time to time. And I mean, I, I really do, but. Open your mind up and um your pride will be will will I mean it's just like this in, in the world in general. Your, your pride will lead to destruction. Well, I promise you, in, in this business, your pride will lead to your destruction. Uh, there's no doubt about it. So all your pride. Um, even having been raised in this business, um that that helped me, but that hurt me also because of the fact that uh, you know I came in and I'm such a hard charger. Dime will tell you this. I'm such a hard charger that, you know, I didn't think I knew everything. He would tell you I'm humble as I can be, but I felt that I should know more than I did. And um, and um, that, you know, um, not only that, but I was wanting it to come way too fast. And I was trying way too hard to make it come way too fast. And then all that does is bogs you down and then that sends you in the other direction. So you start going backwards at that point in time
1: great answer software or system you can't live without
2: um god man love kv core um, still trying to learn some of the stuff with kv core kv core follow-up boss i think are, are absolute um i i'm gonna have to look i'm gonna have to look real quick because i haven't had the opportunity to really work with this one all that much yet it's um sh- CRM yeah, grow. No, it's CG. Uh, hold on, man. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm about to tell you, literally tell you right now. The um, because I haven't, I haven't gotten a chance to upload it on, on my phone yet. I mean, on my computer yet. I've been doing it on my tablet, so I'm looking through my stuff on my tablet real quick. But the uh, this has been a a real um. Chat GPT. That's, 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 God, awesome. that's, that's going to be, that's awesome. going to be a, huh.
1: That's a, it's going to be an interesting one, how that makes things change. But let's piece of advice you'd give your long, younger self.
2: God, man. I've already pretty much said it, dude. Um, yeah, get your one. head out of your tail and swallow your pride. And how don't be afraid. You, don't, don't be afraid to ask for help because you dang sure enough don't know everything. Yeah, that's, that's huge. I mean, I mean, really, I mean, seriously and then how project pride is a landmine dude it'll 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 blow your legs off every time
1: how do people contact you will follow you subscribe or just in general reach out to you
2: gosh um let's see um so on i mean they they can they can text me they can email me text me um they can text me at um 704-794-8339 that's my main number um I, of course and I've got my my uh, my office number uh, is tied directly to my um my office number is tied directly to my uh, kv core my 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 information site so that one, that's my lead that's my lead capture site so if if you're looking to buy or sell um anyway you can call me at 910-400-0402 uh, for that one. Um email is William heath at exp dot com. Uh then you um pretty much I mean there's a plethora and you can hit me up on Facebook. Um the the Facebook page is um right now is at um brother in fire. Uh, but if you look me up, then you'll see my my ugly bald headed self standing in a park with a with a sun setting and a a beautiful setting of sun setting in a tree through through the trees uh, behind me. Um, but you know, standing there, actually looking important or trying to attempting to. There we go. Um it's Brother, so, yeah, pretty um, much. There, there's a there's a plethora of ways to get a hold of me.
1: Brother and fire, or brother in and,
2: and, in like and, in, yeah, brother, brother in like in fire, yeah, brother in. Huh?
1: Brother in fire.
2: Yes, brother in fire. Yep. So I'll probably I, I need to change that to firefighting broker is what I need to change that to. So that's that probably that'll probably they they can get me at, at, uh, on my business page there too at Firefighting Broker.
1: Awesome. Well we'll we'll be having more chats as always. Well yeah, really you're taking the time to do this. I think this one is there's so many nuggets in here. There's probably a lot that's gonna blow people's minds. So uh thank you, man. I really appreciate it
2: i appreciate you doing it man i really do and and look me you know i'm not going to try to sell myself me uh you know, hopefully hopefully you know people people hear how sincere am and you know they'll want they'll want help and want to want to join up with me um you know i'm just a am a regular guy man so and nothing that'd, special
1: that would be right to do it um all right well thank you man
2: thanks buddy y'all have a great day